This guy has been terrorizing women on my timeline for months now. And this week on Textually Active, we're finally going to get into it. We're talking about Kevin Samuels. Is he toxic? Is he speaking facts? Like, what is it? So check us out this week on Textually Active. We're about to get into it. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active. Textually Active. This is your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Measy with me. I'm here. And E is on the boards. And we're feeling... How we feeling? What's the vibe in the room? I'm kind of glad that the work week is over, but... Still got shit to do. It's Tuesday. What you talk about? Yeah. <laughs> well, I work over. I you know, today's my Friday. Oh, oh, bet. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> my vibe is good. Vibe check is all right. We good. I'm here, bro. It's uh, I don't know. I'm here. Shit. I don't know. I'm doing all right. Chilling. Vibing. Vibing. Yeah. Trying you know, to, trying, trying to, to maintain. Alive, yeah. Last week we said not maintain, bro. Oh, Cameron said never say you may trying to maintain. He did say that, and I just sat up here and said that because when he said that, I was like, nah, I don't want to maintain. Yeah, I want to be good. You don't want to maintain, right? I'm maintain. just trying to take the things that we said in last week's episode and apply it to life and find that joy. I'm doing better than I was doing. I know it might be a little somber for the last couple episodes, but I feel a little bit better. I definitely can say that there is an improvement in me too i think last week we kind of touched on body um image and stuff like that and after we did that episode i ended up going to a yoga class called to be yoga here in winston Um, it's bad bitch the b stands for bad bitch yoga and um the instructor ashley she had like a really good message to women about like not looking at it like preparing for your hot girl summer. Your hot girl summer body is like already there. And it was just like, damn, bitch, you speaking to me right now? But it's just like all that pressure that you feel, it, it adds on. But I'm I good. Feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's 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 how they get y'all. How? Like saying stuff like that works for y'all. Like It do. There's not a nigga in the world that's ever said, hey, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That, that summer body is already <laughs> there, King. No, uh, no, like nobody says that does. Nobody makes us feel good about ourselves at yeah, all. Yeah, they were like, you either ugly or you got a lot of money. <laughs> nobody makes men feel good about y'all. Do get y'all do get it when y'all get y'all haircut. Think about this. No, because then y'all think get mad this. at us. Y'all be like, oh, y'all feeling y'all. Think about this. Think, just think about this. Okay. As a man who doesn't have a beard. I'm already lower tier. <laughs> I'm already thought of less than. Then, as a man who is shaped weird, who's not small, who's not big enough to be a big guy, I'm just in the middle. I'm down another tier. Like, you know what I'm saying? All I got is a good hairline. Like, like that's it. That's all and I you got. always cover it up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because hats look better with haircuts. Okay. So it's like, well, like, what, what I fit in here? I try to dress nice. Sometimes I'm very presentable. You do dress but nice. Like, that's all I got for me. I don't got a lot of money yet. 
You know what I'm saying? You got the fits. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking if I hit the lotto. But you missing another piece, though. Personality. You got good personality. You fun. Yeah, but the, bitches don't see that through an IG post. How am I supposed to get that off? They got videos now. I'm not <laughs> see what I'm saying? I'm not finna be corny. That's I'm not right. finna be TikTok guy. That's all right. The men... <laughs> The men have a voice for themselves now. I don't know. I've seen a lot of men looking up to this guy on the internet as somebody who's speaking for them or saying the things that they wish that they could say to women and kind of being a voice for the genders. I don't think he's always speaking directly to women, but I think the clips that go viral are always directed towards women. And for those of you out there who don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Kevin Samuels. I just wanted to say it's probably because, again, like I just stated, only women care about that shit. Men don't even talk to each other about how we feel, much less advice on how to be better at life. I think we're getting around to that. <laughs> no, we're not. I think we're getting around no, to that. No, we're lying. It's, nor- it's we're being lying. normalized, though. No, we're lying. So you mean to tell me, after all of these, I feel like it's been three years, we've been telling men that it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to be opening up, y'all should be having deeper conversations with y'all friends. Y'all haven't started? That's not for us. That's for y'all to normalize and say it's okay. So we ain't called soft-ass niggas and pussy-ass niggas. We don't give a fuck. I don't care how E-Day doing most of the time. <laughs> Until he talk to me about something that's bothering him. Uh-huh. And, that, and, that, and that makes me feel loved. <laughs> that makes you feel like, loved. I'm not, I'm not prying into his personal life. Right. The man barely give me a hug. What make you think he gonna tell me his he personal sure business? He don't want you to touch him. See what I'm saying? He really don't want you to touch him. See what I'm saying? We have guidelines and boundaries. About, mm-hmm. Like that's not for us to say that. It's for y'all to say that and y'all to understand that. I want to normalize. You're it seem like that. I have something against me. I want to cancel the. No, gap. it's not me specifically. I know that, but I know. I also know. The boundaries that men have for other men. Yeah, you know, our personal bubble is a little bit larger than others. Yeah. This week, I want to challenge all of the men listening to eliminate the dap from your introductions when you see your male friends. Once you go in for a hug. No. This week. Nothing it's not going to happen. Go in for a hug. No, you, you, ever, you, ever, you ever did that a, hand out of Get the pe- fuck out of here. In a panameric. I thought we're all vaxxed and waxed. All right. I thought that was the. Another thing men don't talk about. <laughs> I'm not waxed, bro. You know, I don't think men get waxed. Listen, I'm not gonna ask about your your you know your health stuff. Like that's FMLA uh, violations right there. <laughs> I've seen the thing of it's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were all waxed and vaxxed and ready for this. But listen to you say what? that. That is not a man catchphrase. <laughs> like that's no. I'm not waxed. I ain't even manscaped. <laughs> I mean, it's a snake in the grass. Listen, listen. No, do not even what? Listen, if if you (laughs) You ever be slipping them in there and I'll be missing them. (laughs) It's a snake in the grass down there. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like like what guys go through. Maybe a garden snake. Like, if you ever had to give it a name, like that split is what we have down there. It's just like like, happens, whatever. Whatever's going on down there. That split. Girls been calling (laughs) their stuff Fat Ma. I can't get behind. That's a funny one. I can't get behind Fat Ma. That's good. I like it. (laughs) But I can't stand for it. But um, anyway, this week, guys, welcome to our episode. We usually don't do this. We don't. But it's been a a viral conversation going on for the last two months. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we should probably talk about it a little bit because I'm going to state I am pro Kevin Samuels. Got it. So, uh, Rez, what's your stance on Kevin Samuels before we get into this episode? Um, 
I'm going to state that I am of the belief that I do not like men who build a career or a saying about themselves on the backs of humbling women. I don't like that. And that's a lot of what I've seen on the Internet is that he's been humbling women. So um, this week I was tasked with doing my research. So going into it, I just want to let it be known that I don't like that. I don't like women being brought down because we do all this work to build ourselves up. So um, I just feel like he tears down women. But before we get into the conversation, I also want to get you guys to subscribe, like, leave a comment and engage with this conversation. Let us know what you think about Kevin Samuels. Are you riding with him? Do he be speaking facts? Or not, because that's what we're going to get to the bottom of. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Got to get to the bottom. I just wanted, just wanted to say, can't kill a messenger every time. You got to at least listen to the messenger I mean, you kill I him. mean, one of the most iconic movies of all time says that you can. Because this is Sparta, and you just kick them right down the hall. That's right. That's right. So we... Look at you dropping white. White movies on here. Wow. 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 Listen, don't let me go. Don't, wow. don't, don't let me this go is back for into Africans your, only. Don't let me go into your tweets and, and be like, yo, 300 is fire. I've, I know ne- I've never seen 300, so You're, that would where you'd be wrong. I went to the movies to see it. You're lying. But this I, week. I just started watching The Sopranos, and ain't too much white culture I watch. <laughs> now, Wayne's Brothers, I've seen over. Five times each episode. Sopranos is white. So is the Wayne, is, hold, is the Wayne's Brothers white? No, no it's black. I only watch I mean, black I, culture. That's what I'm telling you. The, the, I just the started, started the Sopranos. Sopranos, and then he says, he Wayne, I just watched the Sopranos. The Sopranos have been off the air for ten years. I don't watch white culture. That's right. <laughs> you said it. You said it in an episode a while ago. <laughs> Nigga, I never seen the Wiz. I mean, the Wizard of Oz. I've seen the Wiz, not Wizard of Oz. It's a black, black culture only here. It's a black podcast, but in order to get down, if you on of the other race, you have to let us know that you down by fighting for the cause. Okay, let me see. Let me go back to your uh, get Instagram page. For the oh. Yeah, get arrested for the cause. Get for the cause. Uh, use your privilege to help us out. Exactly. Give somebody some money. Okay, and that's what we need a cash app. Regular and say exactly what it's regular for. people. Yeah. <laughs> regular people. Yeah, just give me the money just to be like I know you black. In the in the message, say because you're black. Organize a protest for us. Nah. Okay. No. At, no. Uh, pass out some PPP loans. PPP loans. Just, just for black people. Just approve them. Boom. All right. So this week we are talking about Kevin Samuels. Um, we get a little off track because we're uh, very, very pro-black. Uh, this is a pro-black podcast. We are black podcasters. But this week we want to talk about Kevin Samuels. So what we did is we gathered some clips from Kevin Samuels to talk about it. Because the only way you could really get to the bottom of it is if you see it. I feel like I've been getting a lot of third-hand information from people because on Twitter, you'll tweet the video, but that also comes with your opinion. And it's just a clip. I also want to state, <laughs> before this became a topic, I've never watched Kevin Samuels a yeah. day in my life because, like I said before, as a man, I don't give a fuck what he got to say. He's made a lot of my girlfriends very upset. But as I did my research and watched more and more of his videos and content, I've chosen to agree. All right. And we can get it started right now. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's let's get right into it. So this is the clip that you found. This is the first one I found about women and how women are treated. Go back to when you were 10 years old. I want you to think, imagine a 20-year-old woman speaking to a 50-year-old man. You wouldn't hear the tone, the, the, the way... 
In which I see many 20-year-old women That's approach true. a man that... People period. No, no. In particular, co- colleague in my show talking to me like I'm your age. Mm. I'm like, well... Yeah. So there is no... With some... With far too many women, there is no level of like credibility a man a has where he point. can't be checked. See, one of the things is what you tend to hear more often than anything else is... Why'd you go on his show, girl? If that was me, I'd have cussed him out. See, there's a problem. That's the problem. Talk to him, Kevin. Women are, we're allowed, we've allowed one-way violence in our community for far too long. One-way one way violence? See, all these men in this room know that there are lines that we can't cross because fuck this podcast. We're going to have to go handle business outside. Okay. All right. One-way violence is a real thing. Okay. We say I've said this on this podcast. Women get to talk to you crazy often, and it ain't shit you can do about it because, like he said, generally, if somebody was to talk to you crazy, you have to take it to the street. Right. What is one way violence? Uh, really, just being able to attack men. Men can't do nothing. I cannot. Attack a woman in no sense. I can I can't verbally attack her because nothing about this is quote unquote manly. You're not a real man if you cussing women out. You putting your hands on them. You it's just not something you are supposed to do. And some nobody knows how. And then in that clip, he further along goes to say because what usually happens is a woman is gonna call somebody mm. and she's usually gonna call another man. She's not going to call another woman. She's going to call another man. And now me and him have to deal with it. And it's either usually going to be a black man or a white man. And a lot of times fighting with the white man don't go in our favor. Right. So where do you think that comes from? I feel like that that pushes back to something. Like, why is it that men or women, because I feel like this is just at a young age, we're taught Treat people the way you want to be treated. Don't put your hands on nobody. Talk to respect people, all of these things. But as we get further into adulthood, and I feel like even now, it's been normalized where women are allowed to cuss at men. Or if you're in a domestic dispute, like women feel comfortable putting their hands on men. And it's almost to the point where, you know, you got people going out there talking about, I like it when my woman's a little crazy. And I don't subscribe to that channel. I don't think that women should be talking to men any type of way I don't feel like you should be disrespecting men because at the end of the day there's only so far that argument could go so why even take it to that level nobody knows bro like it's nobody understand I don't understand it at all like it's just one of those things where it's they they somehow have this upper hand bro like a damn near invincible bro like there's nothing I could possibly do or say to a woman that I am in the right about. You know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes as quote unquote, as a man, I just got to suck it up and take it. I wonder if it, it's like those, that thing where you know that somebody can't do anything. So you just continue to exactly. push it as far exactly. as you can take it. Exactly. And I think a lot of women know that, you know, the man that you could talk to crazy and you know, the man that you can't talk to crazy because he don't have that same moral compass. And if you start calling him a bitch ass nigga, he going to start calling you a bitch back. Fucking teeth in your right. Birkin. So, you know, but I feel like 
it's something that we do have to eliminate and it's something that we should be better at because I've been hearing a lot of men and I'm not a pick me because I'm already picked, but I've been hearing a lot of men say that they don't feel like they being heard. Like no. they feel like they have to walk on eggshells yes. with women. Like yes. they feel like no. there's no way that they could take. And I don't think it should be like that. Y'all should have a safe space to just be y'all too. Yeah. And I, sh- and there's no, <laughs> A lot of times there's a punishment that comes with being a man. Mm. Far more than the punishment of being a woman. A woman can whoa, talk whoa, to... Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a punishment. Not, not more punish- than a woman. Not, a- more, not, not more than a woman. But go ahead. What's See the what I'm saying? Not more, I, not more this, than a woman. This was supposed to be the safe space. <laughs> no, it is a safe space. Not, not more than a woman. Okay. What, what, is, what do you don't get? You no, get everything. No, go ahead. I'm, let, I'm wrong. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. You have the advantage here. Mm-hmm. If I say anything, I don't. He could tell you he didn't like your shirt today. That goes mentally into how you feel about yourself. Yeah, he don't like the shirt. That don't mean shit about you. But you could take that and categorize that as, damn, maybe I'm not attractive enough for him no more. You know what I'm saying? But if you come in the house one day and say, "Why are you dressed like that?" This nigga don't internalize it. He feel like, well, damn. Let me go change my clothes so I don't have to hear her talk about how I look today. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's just this thing where it's like, you got to take it. And no matter what it is, that's it. Like, why? For a long time, <laughs> especially as a kid, like playing with my bigger cousins, I used to think that they couldn't get hurt because they were bigger than me. And I would like try to hurt them, like punch them and shit. And just to like, you know, you just to fight a little bit. But... <laughs> But when you take that thought process and apply it to men, I think women just feel like men are stronger. A lot of the times you guys are more emotionally stable and you're normally the head of the household. So in that aspect, you're bigger than us. So I think we feel like you guys can tolerate it a little bit more than we would. So we're the punching bags? (laughs) Punching bags are big and heavy and they can tolerate a little me, bro. In a, in, a part, in a part that is fucking wild to me is we continue to have this conversation about men not being emotionally stable. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, y'all talk about what the shit y'all go to. How you expect me to be calm when all I ever hear is nag? Nag, nag, nag. Attack, attack, attack. Bitch, I worked for eight. I worked a twelve-hour shift today and came home and sat down on the couch because my fucking feet hurt. Sorry, I didn't take the trash out today. Mm-hmm. You who got off at six o'clock and sat here until twelve till I got home could have took the trash out, but because we're worried about gender roles and specifics, trash sat here. It's stinking here. I'll never help you around the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fam, we don't treat people like people. We treat people like fucking uh, roles. Jobs. Your job for me is to cook, clean, and wash, and fuck me. My job is to provide money, stability, security. <laughs> I wish I had like little organs. <laughs> like what? What like organs? What am I? What are we supposed to do as people, bro? Mm-hmm. Like if we keep treating people like jobs. There's nothing like a fucking job. Don't come with emotions, right? I think it's a. <laughs> It's a a lot of unlearning that has to be done in that sense, because as women, we're handled with like the kitty gloves, even like growing up, like we're allowed to cry. Y'all not allowed to cry. We allowed to be soft and feminine and express our emotions. Y'all not like we get 
primmed and prepped and all y'all get is like a hairbrush and a new shirt. My dad told shoes. me. And it's like, we, we've grown accustomed as women to being like catered to. Yeah, my dad told me a couple of weeks ago, the first time he ever talked to his dad, he was 16 years old. Dang. And this was the, <laughs> this was the gist of their conversation. My, my grandfather called my dad into the room, told him to go to the kitchen, get the whiskey, get two glasses. They came back. He poured two glasses for them. They watched the football game. <laughs> that was that was the gist of their conversation. There are so many, so many things. There's so At many 16 things. years old, that was their first I mean, conversation? What? Or was it a six-year gap between communication and them? No, that was... He was 16 years old. 16 years old. When they, okay. When that was the first time they commute, bonded, per se, with the conversation. That's how yeah, it went. Yeah, wow. See, no. That's not. And and that's where it starts, though. It's just like, wait a minute. We got some things to talk about before we can even get to that, that point, you know? Like, you know, these are, I know we always talk about these are things you're supposed to learn, but imagine... That was that's an example of a fifty year old man at sixteen who had a father. Right. <laughs> Imagine if he didn't have a father. What that he never has this conversation. But then a uh, a a man who then began to raise his own children. Who never. And that had a was father. his role. That was what he learned from fatherhood. Is that Let's you just <laughs> show up? All right. One way violence again. One way violence. All right, back to one. We talked about this on uh, eight layers, six layers of siblings or something. Y'all can go back and listen to that. But yeah, one way violence. I I have to say, I agree with Kevin on this clip. Same, I do. Same. I don't know what else he went to say because I know he'd be taking it a little bit too far and he start talking about looks and all. And, and, but this this is simple, cut and dry. He, one way violence did, is not he fair. Did go on to say, all that men ask you to do is. Be nice and considerate. Uh-huh. And then he did add on, you know, sometimes fit <laughs> and childless. Aside from that point, he made a really good point. Can we hear that so, part? Can yeah. we hear that part? Yeah. Um. So I guess uh, before after each clip, we're gonna do if he if he's spitting facts or if he's toxic for us. All right. So we'll say this is. I feel like he's spitting. This facts. is facts. Like Up to a certain point. So if we continue on. I know he's gonna go down the path of. You want me to continue with this She's one? She's average, yeah. Go ahead and play the rest of this one. Because there's a low-level threat of violence between our men. Women don't have that. So they can say whatever, do whatever, be as foul as they want to. Because it's like, so let me get this right. You would have went into that man's place of business and cussed him out <laughs> as if you could do something. And if you decide. Can. You know, yeah, no you know they call him all Because they assume, because if you touch me, then I'm going to call somebody. And that leads to violence who? in itself. That's Which not is a one man. way violence. Now somebody's yeah. getting a man, and it's typically is typically not, and it's typically you're not expecting. Not when you think about who's going to show up, you're girl. not expecting a, a woman to show up. I always wonder how do you sit back and watch that? Like and let's be knowing honest, that you started, how do you sit back and be like, show up? I'm like, you got to think of the the level of disrespect. All men are asking is for women to be nice and cooperative. I can do that. That is it. They're not asking for you to be supermodels. IG models. Yes, they're just y'all. asking, can you just be nice, cooperative, I can fit, be nice. and childless? Is that much to ask for? Childless? He, he, he went on and. But. All right, Rez, Rez, get it out. 
What's up? I, mean, I just think my one thing about that, and this is outside of the topic, is that <laughs> I'm allowed to have babies, god damn it. No, he's saying but he he means that I guess when you meet somebody. Oh, okay. Like if like Yeah, like yeah, like in terms of having a child already. But that's his personal that. standard. I don't think that goes on to all men. But what I was going to say about this clip is my fear about arguing with a man outside of, you know, anything else. Say if I had to call another man to whoop your ass and he gets his ass whooped. Now what? Like, that was that's why I didn't never take it there with a man. Because I'm like, I don't want to argue with you. And then you'd be like, well, call somebody. And I'm like, hey. Also, <laughs> that's also my point where it's like... We're in a group and y'all don't let the black woman be disrespected. Do I get cool points if I step in and get my ass whooped? <laughs> you get no. deeper into you get deeper into the friend zone. Like what? <laughs> do do y'all go? Oh man, I'm glad you stepped in and took <laughs> no. this ass whooping for like. No, you about to get ghosted after that. <laughs> it wasn't my. And she gonna be on the phone with her friends. You know this punk ass nigga got his ass whooped trying to defend me, and I had to pick him up off the floor and his teeth. Nah, you ain't getting a call back after that. Oops. <laughs> it don't be worth. I be it. trying to mind my business. Mm-hmm. So he so he mentioned about men don't want you to be supermodels. What do you think about that? Oh yeah 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 yeah. The fuck y'all do. Oh, I, and I'm so. tired of that narrative, right? Because. Y'all sit up there and y'all talk about, oh, I don't want my wife to wear makeup. I don't want her to have this curvy body. I don't want her to show it off too much. Who All says this? Men do be saying it. A lot of husbands be saying it, right? And then you turn around... And let's talk about it from the instance of that guy who was talking all this shit on the internet, telling women, you know, black men don't cheat him, right? Look at how his wife looked, okay? And then look at the girls that he was cheating with. That's what you want. But you don't want your wife to do it because you don't want her to attract men like you. So I do think men like women who put themselves together. I think they do. And they want to be able to see their girlfriend, their wife, whoever, put themselves together and look like something. So, so like, like trophy wives. Yeah, they want them to look good. You want to be able to take your wife to uh, a bar on a Tuesday night. No. And have somebody look at her. No. I don't. I think men do. I And I also think women do the same thing. It goes into that uncle women thing. Women created the phrase hatfish. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes into that uncle thing. What uncle thing? When you go to the cookout with your girlfriend, you want you to, your uncle to say, I see you, nephew. No, I don't. Men no, do. I don't. Men do. No, we don't. Yes, they do. Y'all be making nah, this shit up. Nah, because it's so like- if so, li- so listen, here's my thing. If that's the case, did you get your body done for us or for you? For me. Did you do your makeup for you or for us? For me. So you telling me. That you did all this for you and you posted these pictures for you. And that's it? Yeah. No, you want the nigga who liked the nigga, the girls with the fat ass. Yeah. Because that's usually the nigga with the money. But that's not the the question is, do men like these IG model, supermodel looking girls? Yes. Do men like bad bitches? They yes. do. That's it. Cut and dry. But do what they, I'm saying is, do they not, want their I'm woman not asking because do, there's regular women who look the same who are not IG models? But and do IG they want women. their woman to look like a bad bitch? 
you you like who you like. But do you want her to be a bad bitch? Yeah, to me. Oh, all right. That's you it. Know, she don't have to be a bad bitch to my uncle. So for she him, don't have to be a bad bitch to this random ass nigga at the ball. That's fair. That's fair. But <laughs> for him to say, we don't gonna, need on, you on. to look like a supermodel is kind of like. I ain't going to lie, bro. But if, if my uncle say, your girl hit, like, <laughs> like I, that, I'm going to be tight. I'm going to be tight. Like the kid to the day, the video's going around. The kid, his mama is dressed like an IG. And he, he's like, nah, I think you need to change. Mm. And she tells me what's wrong with my outfit. And it's like, it makes me uncomfortable. Aww. Is she in the wrong? She's an adult. She's a grown adult. I don't think I, I should be at fault for asking my wife to not dress a certain way yeah why you think we don't take y'all to the barbershop mm. yeah it's the biggest mistake i ever did was take a girl who was uh very voluptuous into the barbershop oh you was asking for a fight niggas then ask questions the next week when you come come back without her as if oh y'all that was your girl like y'all still together like that's uncomfortable i don't like when people ask that because what you about to say <laughs> what, you about, what you about to say if I say what, yeah? What have you done when I wasn't around? Right. You found her on IG, slid in DM. Like what? If, like you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is a like this is a conversation that I have to deal with. Right. So yes, I want you to be as beautiful as you can be, but you don't have to be. You don't have to be. I want you to be beautiful to me. So you don't need that second source of validation. No, about not your at pick. all. I picked her. This is who I wanted to be with. She looked good. She's smart. Uh, apparently right now, my girl got two jobs. That's right. <laughs> I know that's right. All right. What we got for the next clip? Because, all right. So we can agree that that one was facts. Was one way violence is facts. Cut it out. Ladies, if you listen in. Relax. Just just calm down. Relax. Talk to him nice. Talk to him nice. He just wants you to talk Play. to him nice. But now, if he, like, on the flip side, if he start going crazy. If he wilding. Wilding back. If he talk about your fupa, punch him in the face. All right. I respect it. All right. So the next clip <laughs> is based off of a conversation that he had on Instagram. Saying average men ain't on my level. That's like the name of the the full clip. Okay. And this one segment, this is one part. So I I watched the full clip. So full context, I watched the full thing. It's um on his IGTV, and there's a girl. She's about twenty three years old. She calls in. He asks her like, what's what age do you think women should start wearing worrying about marriage? And she's like twenty four. And he says, oh, so you should be worried about getting married. And then he goes on to ask her the characteristics that she's looking for in a husband. And she says that she wants a man that that makes 100K or um, they could have kids. They could have about four kids. And then he asks her, like, well, what do you think his income needs to be if y'all have four kids? And she then goes on to say that she wants to work from home and all of these things. He asks her about her appearance. Um, she's 5'4", 180 pounds. And then goes on to give this summary to her about her expectations. So let's go ahead and go into it. Ladies, you put more thought into a college degree. You put more thought into that than what a man is. This is all, this is fantasy. And I got to ask you, your last relationship. How was it? He was 30. And how much did he make? Um, he didn't have a, he didn't have, he, he made some money, but 
Didn't have a job. So her man prior to was a drug dealer. Correct. Pretty much. In short. So, scammer. Right. Robert, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Stealing. Your last relationship was a dude that didn't have a job, and yet you want your husband to be rich. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Mm. You want to, to facilitate what you're talking about and right. not have to work? Yeah, true. Not having to work, he has, yeah, he has to. Correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> he gets frustrated at un- this moment. Un- unpack it. Unpack it. So he then asked her about her previous relationship and what those standards were. What do you think about what, what's happening so far? And Why would you call him and not do the math before you went on his show to talk to him? <sighs> Fam, you dated a nigga that didn't have a job. You was okay with it until it wasn't okay. So now you figured out a way to go. I know what I what I had, I know what I want. And now you stuck on I know what I want. A lot of niggas now here not making a hundred K. I think um <coughs> the stats are pretty low on that, especially if you narrow it down to black men. A lot of black men are not making a hundred K a year. He said ten percent of men make a hundred K a year. <laughs> Is that black men or just men? All men. <laughs> so you do the math on that. You do the math on that. Mm-hmm. Why would you like? Why? What are you? What are you thinking about that? It, it, it like it, like is everything is cool to be a fantasy? Like it's just okay if you say it manifested in the real. I don't got no job tomorrow. I'm gonna be a millionaire. Is that is that okay to do? <laughs> you can manifest. I think for this clip, this is a a case of PPM. You know, we see PPM a lot. What's PPM again? Poor pussy management. (laughs) Now, sis, let's be realistic. Every drug dealer is not making the bands that we see on the internet. Every drug dealer boyfriend is not like this thing that you have in your head of ghost or Franklin. I'm willing I'm willing to say go on record to think I think that ghost made more money in the laundromat than he did at Truth and the game. Right. So every wait, that's what that's that's what I think, man. But you didn't, you're not processing that, right? Every drug dealer is not like ghosts. No, 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 no. no, no you're no. not processing the fact that the money at the laundry mat was the drug money. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's, fair. that's true, true, true. Right. So, <laughs> so the nigga made a lot of money. Yeah. And put it somewhere else. There's not that many drug men that drug deal that are making a lot of money and putting it somewhere else. Right. A lot of them are living paycheck to paycheck is what they call it. Sale to sale. Right. Dime bag to dime bag. Dime bag to dime bag. Right. Everybody is in a financial stable drug dealer. Niggas are not acred out somewhere in California. Track track to track. So we just have to assume that the average one is, you know, average, not high, not too low, whatever. So as far as like standards and reality go into it, like she wasn't, sis wasn't being realistic, but- I will say that I don't like the fact, and we didn't listen to it enough, that the conversation went into like looks and appearance and just assuming that all men of a certain tax bracket just like this cookie-cutter woman. But you just told us that all men like this cookie-cutter woman. And so what make you think the nigga that make a lot of money don't like this cookie-cutter kind of woman? But everybody doesn't like that. I said they like women that look good. I didn't say... That I said a bad bitch and a bad bitch is based off of your standards. Every bad bitch isn't 120 pounds and like five, four. Like there are bad bitches who are thicker. And in her case, 185, four, like shit, that's me. 
So like that doesn't make you like not a bad bitch. But anyway, so just based off of that and him talking about her size and her weight into it, it's kind of like leave her like she a good looking girl. Like, why do you have to shame somebody's appearance while you're bringing them down to their standards? That's my whole thing. I I just be trying to figure this out. You ask me for my opinion and then be upset at it. Yeah. If I don't think you're a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's just him. If I think if I don't think you're a bad bitch. I don't And like- the type of niggas that have the kind of money that you're looking for don't usually date you. You might not be a bad bitch to them kind of niggas. I don't like it though. <laughs> I don't like that. You don't have to hurt sis feelings. Telling her that her standards are unrealistic is fine. Why? But talking about her appearance is hurtful. <laughs> this is what this really is about, ma'am. Tell he is telling her the truth. Ma'am, you're five five, a little <laughs> overweight. Sixty pounds overweight is what he said. Sixty pounds you're sixty pounds overweight. Cause I think he was trying to say that she should be like one twenty. one twenty is just like, bitch, come on. Ideally. That's Europeans. And let's keep it a buck. I would say she's like 20. Men are weird fucking people. They have weird fetishes. They have weird kinks. I'm not kidding. Shaman, do you? Just don't show me. I don't need to know about your life. But they like what they like. Don't re- don't request me on the hub, y'all. Don't yeah, request me. Yeah, please. Don't friend don't, me. There. Don't send these links. Don't, <laughs> don't send the links that you like to me. I'm good. But... <laughs> So, if that's the case, yeah, the girl is, she, she cute, she cute from the video. She's cute. But my, maybe less than 60,000, maybe less than 30,000 a year self, thinks she cute. Right. Not, I'm pretty sure the man that makes $100,000 has seen women who look better than her at the moment. Okay. And he might be more interested in that. So do you think other things go into factor, though? And maybe we're just looking at it from he he may talk about it from just like a very surface, like high level. But I think there are bits and pieces that are missing, like personality, um, humor, house traits, like how she keeps herself together and those things. So so the conversation that never happens Mm -hmm. is a shallow conversation shallow what he's talking about what kevin samuels is talking about is a conversation that happens at the end right at the end of what at the end of so kevin samuels saying look this is what you want but this is why you might not have it right the conversation has got to start at man likes woman Mm -hmm. man doesn't know much about woman except for she had a fat ass. She had big titties. Right? Ew. Boom. Now with technology, we can go. I watched a few of her stories. She seems funny. She's super attractive. Uh, she's out with her girlfriends. She looks like she likes to have a good time. So now I add this to personality. Right. All right. I'm going to pursue it. I pursue it. It works. Now I get to spend time with so you know that the like it ain't like a hey I saw her I want her and then 
I still want her, even though her house stinks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You so gotta the first get thing, steps. Yes. you have to get to the attraction before you can get into the surface exactly. level. Exactly. And if he's not even attracted to you at that state, then you won't even get to the personality exactly. level. Unless you're having an exchange because you also make 100K and you're working in his office or in interacting with him and then he realizes that you're attracted. So there are, it is getaways. And I think. As a woman, I don't like to hear that. I don't like to be told you can't, you won't, you too weak, you too big, whatever. I don't like that. So I think that's why it rubbed me the wrong way. As far as the message and what he's saying, like you do have to take some things into consideration. So overall, factor cap for this video. Men also like men like women with money. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and let's just keep it a so- buck. If I so make $100, is this fact or is he, is he toxic in this one? That was fact. That was fact. What you got, Russ? I don't know. <laughs> you, you, can we you, play a little you, bit more of the clip so I can hear a little bit more? We got we got, we got quite a few left to go through. No, we don't got to go through all of them. Let me, let me just hear a little bit more. Nope. Okay. He says no. I'm going to say fact because Yo. you're... Yo, your, Russ might be... Russ your might. PPM... And what you're willing to do sets the standard for what you can expect later on. The drug because <laughs> that's that's your base right now. That was the last guy that you dealt with. Can I just say service announcement? And it's not to say that you can't flip it around, but come on, that's your that's your bottom line. That's your foundation. The drug dealer nigga don't determine you a bad bitch because you pulled him. This nigga's doing a lot of evil things in life. You may be one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, the drug dealer guy that's flashy and has a lot of money is fucking you. But you may not know. It's a bunch of other girls he fucking do. Right. The I think it's been glamorized, but there is a lot of stuff that in those relationships that aren't like the standard for relationships. Like you think him picking you up and going on drug runs is a date? It's not. <laughs> It's not. We you think watched. him calling you a bitch is cool? I mean, if you like that, that's we whatever. We watched a drug dealer wife get left because all she ever saw him was was a drug dealer. Tasha, I lost <laughs> the love of my life right now. <laughs> like what, sir? Like yo, let's let's like the standard of what you're willing to put up with is really low. If that's the start point, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just it. So it's unrealistic for her, and she has to think about you know. How to get there? I'm not saying that it's un unreachable, but some shit you gotta change. Yeah, you gotta reevaluate. Okay. All right. The next clip that we're going to do <laughs> is labeled as "High Value Men Do Not Cheat." Okay. All right. <laughs> Look at. I, I, I don't. I, I don't thought know if I'm rolling off the, the the title. Not true. Again, it is in your best interest mentally to accept the fact that your man may choose to exercise an option. Know that going into it, know that going into it, because if you, with your picky self, with your standards, you want this man, you five foot four, 185 pounds dating drug dealers, but you want a man making, you know, $400,000 a year to put you up in a house to where you and your five recipes can be a traditional housewife. If you were to find that man, you need to accept the fact that you are fortunate to even have a man on that level. I wasn't rolling off title. 
But I totally understand. Wait, play a couple more seconds because I think he goes, he brings it back around. Yes, fortunate. Lucky. Because it's not the norm. The reason women are so upset with this topic okay. is because so So, go ahead, Mizi, you can start. Listen. Listen. Like I just said earlier, if we stop treating, if we start treating people like people and not as fucking objects and jobs, this concept would make more sense. I know Why? the I, I know the term is black men don't cheat. Whatever. Shit happened. Anybody, regardless of money, can cheat. So if you think you're about to have a hundred a million dollar a year man who's rarely at home not cheat, you're living in a fairy tale. Like, come on, bro. We gotta understand that. Like, we gotta understand the way you met him is probably the same thing he lives. If you met, if you meet a nigga in the strip club, he probably likes to go to the strip club, and it's probably one of his releases in life. It's one of probably one of his hobbies. Probably, probably has a good, uh, a good reputation at that strip club. The girlies like him. The girlies like him. the girlie like him. They so like come like they flop and that's to him when even, he comes in. It's flip flop, bro. Like, hey guy, that's at the strip club. They back the strip club. You think you the only girl that like you the only guy she like. Right. I feel like if we just stop putting people, like, look at people for who they are. So you think if the roles <laughs> were reversed and it was a girl. Yes. A high value woman. Yes. And I was a house husband to her. Right. I'm, I would worry every day <laughs> that she was going to come home <laughs> on time. <laughs> like, like perfectly. Like, I would worry all the time. Fam. Being a broke boy now and jazz work from home, I have to leave the house. I have no idea what goes on in the house when I'm not here. <laughs> Fam, much less, like, if she was away from that house. Like, I would not know shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as it pains me, it's this is painful. This one hurts. I think you need to redeem yourself for the... For the- for your, your your woman card because you've been agreeing on a lot of things. No, this is this has nothing to do with my love for women. <laughs> this is a, a matter of is this fact or cap? And honestly, women we see this all the time. Women in the industry, women who have men that are making a lot of money. We say it ourselves, all men cheat. Like, we don't be going with that narrative of black men don't cheat. We always be like, shut the fuck up. Every time we hear a nigga saying that. And then be surprised when he cheat. <laughs> so if at my basic level, average, you know, living this day-to-day life, whatever, if a man is going to cheat on me at this level, and we on the same level, we equal, we both making what we making, we living in the house, if he's still, if I see... Broke niggas still cheating on rich bitches. What makes me think a rich that a rich nigga with money and access is not going to at least sniff another pussy? Okay? Sure. So, but my issue in this conversation and this point is that women have the option to say, all right, boom, he making this much money. But he cheated on me. I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not going to take the disrespect and walk away. I don't like the fact that 
it's he's fortunate or I'm fortunate to have him. I mean, in a relationship, you both should be happy to be in a relationship. But don't make it seem like, oh, I'm lucky because I got him. I don't like that. But I don't like that. I don't like that part. But as we just stated, it's only 10% of men. <laughs> and he don't, you the one he chose. Pretty fucking lucky. I don't like that part. But there is some truth in that. There's, there's so, a lot of truth in it. So do you, I mean, so... So the reason why do most women, or when I say most women, why do women stick stick around now? I mean, shit. The if perks. you ain't have to go to fucking work every day, <laughs> the perks. And he ain't hitting on you. I mean, shit. The perks. And you living, you sitting by the pool crying, fam. The what perks. the future say? <laughs> Would you rather cry in a Rolls Royce or cry in a Corolla? Okay, and that that holds a lot of weight. Because I could cry, wipe my tears, and still go back into the house to my walk-in closet with all my robes and bags cry in, and shoes. Cry in there. Cry and shop it <laughs> off. Shop it off at the mall with my girls. Take a trip, a girl's trip with the girls, and think about it there. So how would how would a... I mean, so do, is it just... Is that abuse? Are you, put, are you putting yourself through stuff or like... like Emotionally, like, yes. Like... like I, I, I want you to I want you to put yourself in this mindset right now, right? Like you're in that in that situation. Like you know you might not necessarily leave, or you, it sounds like you might not leave. So, but what do I'm you, leaving. What you, what you, what you going? I'm leaving. I'm going back to the Honda to cry. I'm taking my stuff and some of yours too. The difference is <laughs> knowing you. What? You probably have a nice Honda. Oh what? You probably have one of those nice Hondas. Yeah. The fully loaded Honda. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, you, know, you get the uh the one you get the Civic up that And I might leave court. some of that yeah, yeah, yeah. uh that one way violence that we talked about before. I might leave some of that. Shit, fuck around. No. I, I do think that emotionally harming your partner is a, f- a form of abuse and like leveraging the fact that you have money is a form of abuse. So yeah. It is hurtful, but it's a matter of like what you're willing to put up with. Keep it a buck at five. Rose Royce. I'd be Stedman. Okay. And niggas think that's a wild statement, but look about think about this. I'm thinking. They not married that, ain't. that we know of. Shoal ain't. He get he stayed there. And do. All the perks of staying there. Absolutely. Got his own bag on the low. Okay. Niggas don't talk about that. Don't talk about that part. Stedman got his own bag. But hers is bigger. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you don't think he think Oprah might not be, you know, Oprah not out here. Like, I, how often do we see them together? What we don't. But what I will say is, I understand. I understand, I understand why you would. I mean, if you lay it out like that, yeah, we 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 companions and we partners, right? So, factor cat for this video, big fat. <laughs> Again, I would like to state he says a lot of things you agree with. All right, so the next video that we have is Women Don't Need Men to Survive. Oh, this one got me tight. That <laughs> right, you awesome. cannot imagine what it would be like. If you were just dropped in the middle of the world and said, live, 
You honestly think that if all the men were gone, that women would go back into their houses, homes, condos, everything else, and just turn the lights on and keep acting like nothing happened. You go to the gas station and it'll be full of gas. People have to drive that stuff, truck it in, truck it out. People have to produce it. Men are producing these things. You And this is what it's showing, that women have no idea how this country runs. You just think it comes out of a, out of a can, out of a store. I, 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 man. Like, what, when does this nigga miss? This is Steph Curry levels of greatness that we're watching. And niggas just want to shit on him because they don't like the way he play. He's in. He's terrorizing the game by only shooting threes when there's a whole layup. No, this nigga is going off, and we need to be appreciating him. Nah, this one is a mess. How? This one is a mess. How? We can live without y'all. No, you can't. We can live no, without y'all. No, you can't. Y'all. Because yes, I can. heard you say on this podcast to be very clear that you've driven on E because you wanted him to pump your gas. But that doesn't mean that I can't pump my own gas. But why don't you pump your own gas? Because I have E to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. That's the part. No, I that don't like that. Fucking what I just keep saying. Stop using the man in your life as a fucking job. It's not a job. He enjoys getting gas. I think what it boils it. <laughs> just lie. You gonna lie for the people? Like, I lie. think what it boils down to is that women are the superior race. And or gender, and ultimately, you guys would not be able to live without us. I think I could. No, I don't think so. I think I'd be fat, probably <laughs> fucking unhappy. Probably, well, probably, oh no, nah, because oh I have no, strong, you strong forearms. I mean, oh I, no, this, this spank bank here. Oh no, <laughs> full of great content. Oh no, <laughs> send requests. <laughs> no, I think sure. it's the opposite way around. Women are top tier we are very smart we will get it done especially black women and if black women were left on this planet on our own we would get it the fuck done. y'all don't like each other we'd we do there would be mass murder <laughs> every time you told a bitch her outfit wasn't cool we do like each other no you don't yes, the freak like we the do. fucking uh the tweet of oh i wish we had an all-woman I'd, <laughs> I'd share i'd share nudes on this all-woman app if we had one and then somebody said, for what? So y'all get mad and leak each other new? Like, no. like that's what would happen. Mm. The chaos that would ensue if women were the only people left. Man, y'all don't like each other either. We don't talk to each other enough not to like each other. And when we usually don't like each other, it'd be because there's a woman involved. Mm. So y'all think y'all would live in peace and harmony? Peace and harmony of what? It would be a dick swinging contest. It ain't y'all nobody be, to impress y'all no be more. Stoning each other. There's nothing, nobody to impress. Bruh, y'all would be like, I got the biggest dick. I'm the leader today. Okay. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know why we would have to show each other this dick contest? <laughs> because y'all ran out of clothes. Because we trying to impress the women that we think. Niggas don't be on Instagram showing money spreads for niggas. We be wanting to fuck your bitch. That's what we do it for. Like, I, that's I, what I'm saying. I bro. think men put a lot of in, into impressing other men, though. For niggas who don't got women. I think y'all do. I think y'all do a lot of stuff for men. We don't care about y'all car. 
Yeah, you do. We don't care about y'all car. Yeah, you do. A y'all car- do it because y'all want another man to look up to you and be like, I want to be like him when no, I grow up. No, a car is for women because once you see what a nigga drive, you can see what his lifestyle's like. Right. And so, then you can know if he's a $100,000 man or a $20,000 man because he's driving that old-ass 96 Honda Accord. So what else do y'all do for women? Everything. Okay. Put our fucking lives on the line. So if y'all do everything for women and women are no longer around, you all would die. Never. Yeah. Because you, you don't have a purpose anymore. I mean, well, the purpose would be me then. It wouldn't be for nobody else. It would be for you. It would be for me. And yourself. And I'd be able to do it. And making yourself feel good. You know, <laughs> you know the one question that men never ask when they come home for being away? Right. Did you miss me? I never ask Jazz when, like, she was at home and I wasn't there. Do you miss me? Because at that point, I feel like I had a good time without you. <laughs> I wasn't really worried about how you felt about me being gone because I was happy to be gone. Uh-huh. I'll probably get in trouble for that. But we're here. Fuck it. Kevin Samuel to add me up. He put a battery in my back. I'm here. <laughs> Ma'am, I, once I leave the house and I leave my girl, how she feels about me not being there has never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Until I got back in the house. And then I was like, I think women would have a damn good time without men. We wouldn't have to worry about getting catcalled. We wouldn't have to worry about getting attacked by men. We could walk naked in the streets now. And lesbian orgies. I do want you. I want you to realize that. (laughs) There are. (laughs) A whole lot of plastics and scissoring. (laughs) Who emulate niggas. So I'm pretty sure they'd still be catcalling. I'm pretty like. So I just, I just, I just, we kind of, we kind of got off the rails a little bit. So yeah. I just want. So one of the main things that he mentioned is that most truck drivers, like basically in the country, like in the U.S., a lot of stuff that we buy needs to be transported there by a truck. Right. Right. Even when it simple, simplified it, a lot of the farmers in the world are men. So he was basically saying that some of these some of these jobs that you know may require heavy lifting or maybe trucking or whatever he he was saying that women would not take those jobs <laughs> and that the country would not be able to survive. I think we'd be all right. You barely keep your plants alive. How dare you talk about my kids on this show? Easy. That really hurts. See what I'm saying? My plant is all right, and it's going to be okay. Now imagine if you had to eat the shit you grew. No, I would be fine <laughs> doing listen, that. Like, listen. That was l- low. L- see what I'm saying? Like, Dang, listen. Not George, though. Listen. George ain't even made it full listen. circle. You talk about George. That's Dang. how you feel about a plant, that if Dang. something happens to it, you could just get rid of it. Dang, George. What if you had to eat? What you grew. George still in the ICU, y'all. He talk about George like that. Dang, George, come on now. Now I got to. See what I'm saying? That's messed up. But no, we <laughs> Nah. <laughs> you don't need, you grow, you like plants and botany and all of this shit, but you don't grow food. I know somebody who do. I know a sis who do. 
We'd be all right. I'm telling y'all, we'd be good. It's only one way to find out. We go back and forth about what we do and how we alleviate them. I feel like a lot of y'all would be dead because y'all don't have a purpose anymore. You don't have that woman in your life. You don't have nobody to chase. You don't have no happiness. Y'all would just sit there and do all of the things that fulfill you and realize (laughs) at the end of it, you're empty. (laughs) Because you need women. You said everything in that sentence Mm -hmm. that made sense, and that's all I heard. But imagine you would fulfill all of your dreams (laughs) and feel empty at the end of it. No, you would die of loneliness. No, no. But realistically, I don't. I think we need each other. Probably, I will say that. That's probably the realistically the real conversation is that we need each other. It's balance, and everybody has a role to play. And without even at work, without a role. Something going to fall, fall apart. You know, the, it's not going to be able to sustain itself. I think that humans need companionship. We need each other. So to bring this conversation full fuck circle, I think we should all make each other's life a little bit easier. Starting with women. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. So we got one last one. Can we, can we try to squeeze this one in? Let's get this last one. Last video. Because this nigga ain't lied to me one time. I'm going to say that. That last one is capped, though. No. What you got? Speaking facts. And, and I think the next one, he's going to speak Last Go down to work. If you're not working 60 hours minimum a week that, that you're getting paid for, turn off YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and get your ass out there. Mm-hmm. Go down there work at McDonald's, Circle K, get your job. I don't care about your pride. You can't be proud and broke at the same time. Mm-hmm. Go work. Work and work and work. And then you take that money you make from your part-time job, invest some of it, invest most and take half of it, invest it to your future. The other 50%, uh, the other percentage, take some, have some fun, go buy your belt. Then invest it in self-improvement. Get you a high-income skill. Get you something that's going to give you high-value skills that you can market on, that you can leverage on the marketplace. Whether you're working in corporate America or whether you're going to be doing your own entrepreneurial thing, if you're not working 60 hours minimum. 60 hours minimum is extreme. 60 hours minimum is the only thing that's wrong about this. Yeah, six is 60 hours. Is it? I think he meant 40. No, he meant 60. Oh, he did? But what I, but that's just a small bit of the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. You cannot have pride and be broke. Mm. So who was he talking to about that? About that in this particular clip. Them bum ass niggas that be sitting at home playing PlayStation all day and sad and upset that they broke and can't get no play. And talking about they can't get a job, but they should just because they they can get a job, but they don't want to humble themselves to work in the positions that would pay you, but don't look sexy. Nobody wants to fucking work anymore. Nobody wants to be a worker anymore. So since you don't want to be a worker for somebody else, or you don't want to work yourself, all right, because everybody knows in order to be an entrepreneur, you got to have some money. And the only way you got some money from somebody, you got some money from somebody at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's, let's put this together. It goes hand in hand. You're not Donald Trump. Your father is not giving you a small loan of $1 million to get started on your entrepreneurial dreams. So you have to build that on your own. Um, not even that. I'm pretty sure he had to work for it. 
you have to use something. You have to fund your dream on your own. So whether it is working at nine to five and putting some money away, the same way he said, invest. You can't invest broke. Like I can't take twenty percent here, thirty percent off, or thirty percent off, like I said, but thirty percent of my income here if my income is two hundred dollars because that. That leaves me with nothing. Imagine trying <laughs> to take 30% of zero. Right. So, 30% oh, of zero leaves you with nothing. So I just want to jump in real quick. So the 60 hours a week, I'm actually rolling with it. You rolling with 60? So, oh, I mean, yeah. so and I don't think it's only because of entrepreneurship. Like, my thing is, like, if you have a goal, if you have something that you you want to work towards, like, like unfortunately, like, people think, like, oh, like, you know, there's no real such thing as work-life balance, like, to be honest, like. The thing is like if you want to if you want to get if you don't like the situation that you're in like you have to do what you have to do to get out of it mm-hmm. so unfortunately you know most nine to fives are not necessarily there to make you a to, to, to not, i'm not saying necessarily a millionaire like but to get you to a space of like of comfortable like, like like where you don't really have to care about it if that makes sense you know so like and I think some people, the reason why maybe only 10% of men are you know, don't make more than $100,000 a year is because they're like, you know what, I'm good with just working the 40 hours a week. True. You know, and True. there's certain stuff that may give you, you know, that may be a salary above 100000 Not even saying entrepreneurship, but might be above that. But you're, it's about your resu- it's about results driven yeah. rather than like. I'm just churning something, yeah. right? So you, you might got, not make you, you, you might not make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you also get to spend time with your family, right. right? And the thing is, and if that is if that is what you want, that is okay. That's where your value is, right? But I just I just think that if I mean it's the same thing. It's like you know you can't say you want someone who makes you know who makes over a certain amount of money a year and think that it's just going to happen automatically. That's what the word I like to use. Like it just happens, right? You know, so yeah, I think uh, that's the piece. That we're missing right now because when you are documenting your your story and your journey upwards, people are probably like, this ain't motivating me. No. And they ignore that whole part that's like just a gray area because they stop listening to you. You're doing too much. Right. But once you get there, it's, automa- it's automatically you forget the work that I had to do to put in. Or you don't even see the work that goes on behind the scenes for me to be able to take this vacation. I feel like... The things that we quote unquote consider to be wrong were all like choices that somebody made to do something else. Right. For instance, we talked about this drug dealer conversation. Yes, the nigga she had was a drug dealer and she was very comfortable with him. But he always thought that this drug dealer thing would take put him in position to have more money. That's all people ever look for. It's something that is going to help them get more money. Rapper turn, drug dealer turn rapper. I'm doing illegal things for money. I want to transition to legal money to make the same amount of money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's things people are doing right. that are just helping them get to another level. If you want to go work at McDonald's, like he said, you can do that. I think uh, McDonald's got a 401k. Fucking probably. But I, like, I don't. I think it's the whole perception, and I'm dealing with this now. Uh, yeah, I've been there before too. But it's a, it's a, just a perception of you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be, or mm-hmm. you feel like people are looking at you funny for what you do at what your age is or what whatever point of life you're in. 
Yeah, I used to be so embarrassed working as a server, and when people would come in that I know, I'm like, dang, they here when they see me working as a server, and it's just like, bro, you working, you getting some type of money, like you not sitting at home with your pride. But then I realized like it's not about them. Like, what's up? You good? You want you want to sit with me? Right. You're not gonna get on my nerves. Come right. on, let's do it. Exactly. But it was just, it's just that pride, and mm-hmm. once you eliminate that, you're able to take those jobs and those positions and just get up out of it. But gotcha. you can't be prideful and broke. Can't. They don't go together. You got to separate. So overall, another fact from me. Make that. We, need, we need to take a break. All right. Let's go ahead and take we a break. Take a break. <laughs> and we're back. So for our final thoughts, let's revisit our first opinion when we walked into this episode about Kevin Samuels and talk about where we are now. I just wanted to say, like I stated, I've never seen Kevin Samuels' content. I just read what they say online about him. He He's very abrasive. He's calling women fat. He's telling them they ain't shit. He ain't doing all of this. But from today's research and research for today's episode, I like his message. The The way it's presented, a little harsh, a little, a little negative. But the words that come out of his mouth make sense. Mm. You probably ain't supposed to say what he say and how he say it. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't call sweetie a six mm-hmm. because that's how you value beauty. You think she's a six. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like he should be allowed to say certain women ain't my cup of tea. I feel like things he says is factual. It's an opinion at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But I, I like him now. I, I, you niggas on the internet told me something wrong. I will say that I went into this and I wasn't feeling him based off of the things that I, I saw on the internet. I am walking out of this still not a fan of him, but I will say that some of the things that he says has a point. And I understand where he's coming from and what leads him down this path of points. And obviously there, there's a group of women out here and a group of men, because we didn't really cover the things that he said, he says about men out here who are still looking for love and looking for somebody and they need help getting there. So if he's going to be, if you're comfortable enough to go to him and hear his opinion, keep him in business, do your thing. If you don't like what he's saying, turn it off. Me personally, I'm going to watch a couple more of them. See what else you got to say? I just think... Will I call in? No. I think, <laughs> I think you niggas that are looking at this old ass nigga. That's that go buy a belt. <laughs> for advice about how to do something. You know what? Nobody's ever... Tra- nobody's on... Nobody go in there and try back him. <laughs> like, like, why would you ask... Why would you ask advice for somebody you wouldn't want? Right. But, you know, teachers all. Do your thing. Yeah, I'ma just say I understand where he's coming from. He's not completely wrong. He's I don't think personally that he's saying anything that's completely off the wall or something that we don't already know in our standards of society about what uh men and women are looking for in relationships. I think in his what he's trying to do is Get more people into relationships and be like a relationship counselor. I actually just think he's being honest with people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think those clips we just watched were women bashing. 
Right. He wasn't really, he was just telling her, ma'am, you're five, four, 180 pounds. A lot of the guys, the guys that you think want you probably don't want you. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is okay to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, unless I ask you to talk about my image and those things, I don't think we should be talking about it. He's an image consultant. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just the impact that it has on women, especially with their history of like body shaming, uh, body dysmorphia, all of those different things. It's just, it goes into that uh, wheelhouse of things and thoughts. It's just about the way that it affects the women who are listening to it. Anybody listening to this and have body dysmorphia like dm me because i I want to discuss this Mm -hmm. and why yeah why they feel that way about their body yeah yeah it's something to talk about but i think we have uh something new to give to the people you want you want to bring it down what we got what we got you're now tuned in you are now tuned in (laughs) we try to switch it up look you're now tuned in to wmez usually we do a baby maker, but we've come to the end of the road. Mm. All the we go to the end. We will no longer be doing the baby maker because I've decided that we need to transition. Let go. So now we do the WMEZ song of the week. Mm. It gives it more flexibility. Okay. You don't necessarily have to have sex to this. You might want to drink mimosas in your backyard under your under your umbrella to this. Okay. And do. So we're gonna transition. And this week, the first song that we got on WMEZ's Song of the Week is uh I think I'm saying I think you said this J L. J A E L J L G J L. I can't say it. I'm sorry. And this is uh I just want you, featuring Alex Hayes Osley, here on the Alex Osley. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here on WMEZ. Let's get it. Textually active. I've been thinking about you every night and day. I don't wanna sound offensive, babe, but I got your name written in my heart, and I hope you feel the same. Sick and tired of this game. You make myself feel alive I just want to get into your heart Baby, you're gonna be alright Baby girl, you like my fire You're the one that I desire Baby, I just want you You Cause I feel it deep down and I know that it's true You You are So if you don't just say you love me I don't wanna be the only Times I feel you know me That was JL I just want you. This I I didn't even know we was doing this kind of, like conversation today. You see I'll be doing it. See, I'd be going crazy. But that was J-L. Uh, I think that's how you said it. If I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sorry. It's J-A-E-L. J-L. J-L. And that featured Alex Osley. I just want you. That has been added to your new WMEZ Songs of the Week playlist. But still in the same places. You can go to Spotify, Tidal, and Apple Music and listen to them and catch a vibe. Because this time, 
We're here to provide you with tunes at WMEZ. I did feel like the Baby Maker playlist was limited because everybody ain't having as, I mean, maybe you guys are, but people ain't having sex to every damn thing. Like, Oh, yeah, they are. Everything ain't in a sex playlist. Everything is a sex playlist. I've watched the porno where girls getting bust down to OJ the Juice Man. Why, though? They use I okay. Okay. Yeah, like I heard that. I heard that one time. In the background too. It wasn't like overdubbed like they do. Uh-huh. It was a real homemade with that playing in the background. Okay. So I entertainment. So I see entertainment. Crazy. When you make a sunny bun. Yeah, but I like that. Now we can listen to the well. Who knows? The song of the week playlist may turn into somebody's sex playlist, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah, probably. What do you have for your meme of the week? Oh, we got to pull out our memes now? It's time to pull out our memes. All right, check this out. And I just want y'all to hear me and hear me clear. (laughs) To whom it may concern is the most polite way of saying, whoever the fuck this is for. Yeah. I give that. I give it that. I'm, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I really don't care. To whom it's to whom it is for just means whoever the fuck this is for. Right. Whoever gonna read it. Yeah. All right. My meme is for everybody who listens to this episode and may have said, Well, you know, I don't even want no relationship. That's exactly why I wanna be single. I'm about to live my my damn life. Um, because yeah, so I saw the tweet and it's like, so what y'all telling me is none of y'all want families. None of y'all want to get married and have kids and wear matching PJs at Christmas. Everyone just wants to aimlessly date forever and be young, wild and free. Just girls trips and boys trips and no family shit. All right. All right. All right. right. (laughs) Like, okay. Like, is that what, is that what we want? I don't, I don't, I don't, no, I was going to say, I don't see the negative. Right. I don't (laughs) I'm not wearing lumber. I'm going to have a family and not do some of that shit. <laughs> not wearing lumberjack matching pajamas. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn if I don't ever have to play baseball with somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just say I, I like the family shit. So I don't. that's where I'm at. Why? Well, I, I don't have a I like family. the idea of family I didn't shit. come from a family family. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of continuing the cycle of a family family. I just want, you know, everybody to just... Think about it, you know. Everybody don't want that. Sometimes you do. You do need a partner. It get lonely out there. No, it don't. It do. You do realize. You know how when you go in your closet and you got multiple shirts and you say, hey, today I want this shirt. You can do that with niggas. Do you know a lot of people realize how lonely they were during quarantine when they couldn't go outside and they didn't have nobody at home? And you know how much the divorce rate went up? During quarantine because they realized this ain't the person I want to be with. Do you know how many people died because they was alone in their house? You know how many sneaky links was happening during quarantine? Do you know how many STDs were spread during quarantine? You know how many people who were stuck in the house with their family and can't figure out how to get their kids out now? Do you know how much condoms cost? You know how much pampers cost? Okay. You might got this one. You might got this one. $50 plan B. 18 years of shit you making them do because you think they need to do it. Uh, you might have a point there. I, I just think families are fun. I didn't want to play Little League basketball. It's fun. I was fine in the house playing PlayStation. It's fun. It's an option. <laughs> it's an option. You don't have to be out here all your life. Come home. You, or stay out there. Come home. 
Grab that grandma that was looking around sexy online. She, oh my one, god, with the gray hair. You seen her? That grandma was fine. She ain't have a nigga nigga, but she had a nigga. <laughs> that grandma was fine. Anyway, thank you all for listening to another episode of Textually Active. We drop episodes every Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe to our podcast. Leave a rate and we fuck with y'all. Fuck with us. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.